0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be in your company for another weekend of racing. The weekends get bigger and bigger. The weather has been a little uh, bit of a hindrance, unfortunately, the last uh, week or so. Butch Castles is the main man on the program. Good morning to you, Butch. How's things? Yeah good thanks Jordan, you're right, the weather
1: played uh, its part last weekend, Hawke's Bay abandoned, we've been able to relocate the Group 2 AHD Hawke's Bay guineas and the Group 1 Arrowfield stud plate into the Metamata program this weekend, so a massive day's racing with 12 races there at Matter.
0: What's on the line, what's in a nutshell the Group 1 and Group 2 races this week and what are we playing for?
1: Yeah, look, uh, Imperatrice La Creek, a bit of a match race uh, according to the betting in the Arrowfield stud plate over the mile. And, of course, the AHD Hooks Bay Guineas dynastic, the best cult at the moment, goes against the best filly and bestseller. So uh, something to look forward to in both of those races.
0: On the show today, a little later on, we'll have Lisa Allpress as one of our guests. But our first guest on the show today is uh, from Tiakau Racing, one of their trainers, Mark Walker, with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good morning to you, Mark.
2: Morning, Jordan. Morning, Butch. G'day Mark, how are
0: you
1: going? Look, uh, a massively busy day, I think I counted up 37 acceptors uh, at Matter, pretty much unheard of the number, and we won't get a chance to go through them all, but we'll go through race by race. Race 1, you had 11 pay up in this race, I don't know how you find enough colours to start with, uh, let alone enough jockeys, but anyway, if we had to uh, be backing one of them, I, I thought on paper maybe landed with Opie Bossin on, but which way were you leaning?
2: I'd probably lean towards ra- Romancing the Moon, uh, just obviously at the weights. It was too too light for Opie.
1: Romancing the Moon, she's uh, been really good her last couple, um, and she's back into maiden company. But uh, gee whiz, big field and so many runners, you want to know where to look?
2: Oh, well, it, um, it, it, with Taupo not going ahead, Butch, it just put us in a difficult situation with... Um, So many horses that were meant to go there on Wednesday, so they've ended up in one race, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, for sure. Race two, uh, look, uh, some uh, three-year-olds you've chosen to uh, take a path through the rating 65 grades with some of these progressive three-year-olds. A couple of them here, Baronet, who was super on debut, and Bubble as the weight progressed through to that win last time. They take on a couple of older ones. The three-year-old's progressive, though.
2: Yeah, I think so, Butch. A um, couple of nice horses
1: that are that are going to go on with it for sure. Race three, again, uh, two three-year-olds that won well last time at Matamata over the 1,200. They stepped to the 14, and uh, one that really caught my eye uh, was Wild Knight. Gee, uh, he was good, late, strong through the line. Uh, 1,400, no problem to him.
2: I think he'll eat up 1,400 Butch. I think he'll eat up a lot further as well. So he's a nice big horse too, big, big, solid sort of horse.
1: And Zantabulous was good on debut as well. So safely through a race like this, do we sort of raise our sights with these three-year-olds?
2: Yeah, Zantabulous actually come out Butch, so uh, she won't be running. She um, pulled a muscle.
1: Okay. But uh, Wild Knight uh, safely through this race, uh, you can look to some better aspirations with him.
2: Yeah, I think he'll end up at Tirapa for sure in, in your big race for three year olds, which.
1: Okay, the 75, 1200 was there. Two, four, six, seven of them paid up. Uh, I don't know how you split them up. Fashion shoot was good last time, has to step up in grade. Coat de would be better for the run resuming. Shalar was good when winning. On debut, making the claim there. And outfits, much, much better than the zero against it last time.
2: Yeah, well, I. I don't know why outfit didn't fire last time. So we're fresh and kept her a bit fresh, and blinkers go on. She's. Uh, I'd still lean towards her or fashion shoot. They're both really progressive sort of mares.
1: Mm, both got tricky draws, but a uh, good. Uh... Uh, help having um, both uh, Craig Grills and Opie Bossen to do the riding. Righto, one of the uh, better races, the three-year-old fourteen hundred. Gee, this filly was good on debut at Taupo. Stella Splendida, we speak of, and uh, uh, she's drawn barrier one. It's a tidy field though, but uh, you must have uh, plenty of time for her.
2: Yeah, she's a really nice progressive filly and I I think in a better class of race where they run along a bit quicker too, Butch will help her. Um, She's certainly got a really good turn of foot. so Uh, Good test for her though, as you say, very good field and a few reputations go on the line.
1: Yeah, for sure. The AHD Hawke's Bay Guineas Dynastic was super when resuming at Hawke's Bay on a track that didn't really suit. That track has improved as the week's gone on. The weather's played its part late in the week and, uh, look, it'll be a sort of a mid-range slow for racing, so that won't worry Dynastic too much. And Accidental Tourist, he's done very little wrong so far either. Yeah,
2: Dynastic, obviously, Karakamean's one of it the, um your race... The, the race at Hawke's Bay, the Araka, so uh tricky draw but Opie's riding in great form so just leave it up to him and actually you know, the tourist done nothing wrong. I, I think they'll break one twelve for twelve hundred at Matamata. It's you know, it's a really sunny day today and again tomorrow I reckon they'll I reckon they'll break one twelve, it'll be a pretty good track
1: that'll suit him and they've got 10 metres of fresh ground they haven't raced on for quite some time as well up to the 1400 he's been screaming out for that even from his two year old year hasn't he oh yeah he'll love a mile and
2: 2000 he's a nice horse
1: the Matamata Cup, the Team Whelan's Matamata Cup, uh, the way things have worked out, uh, you're three-handed into this. Marcus Aurelius, perfect scenario, and Ballon Rouge. She was much, much better last time, and the Oaks winner looks to be coming to hand.
2: Yeah, probably should have won last time. Um, was a bit stiff, so no, she's, she's thrown in at the weights, really, were 53, so... Uh, Craig said he'll ride that weight as well, so she's she's probably our number one pick in that
1: race, Watch yeah. Race four, uh, race eight, uh, you've got a couple here, Supreme Khan and La, Bella, uh, La Flora Bella, they've both um, been racing well, Supreme Khan just missed last time, drawn to get the cushy run and 1,600 metres around there should be ideal.
2: Yeah, he's never been tried at 16, but I've just got a feeling now he's settling better that it will suit him and especially drawing the ace. so And LaFlaure Bell, I think she's just taken a couple of runs to come up this spring, and she should go and improve his race, I think.
1: Righto, the Arrowfield stud played. It's amazing how things pan out. You withdrew uh, Imperatrice from the race early last week uh, due to the likely wet track at Hastings. Well, you were bang on with the likely wet track. It got so wet they couldn't race. Then the rains were predicted to come to Sydney, so a real change in tactics, and she's now on her home track, She galloped at Tirapa last Friday, and I thought she was uh, super on that occasion. She looked back to her best. She looked bright. Has everything gone well with her since then?
2: Yeah, couldn't be happier, Butch. Uh, I'm really glad we were at Tirapa that day, because it's actually a month in between runs now. So, uh, no, very, very happy.
1: 1600 metres from the cushy draw. Look, she's won uh, at the mile against the older mares as a three year old. But uh, the improved track that you speak of uh, and the cushy draw should play into her hands as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's a quality field, and Lark Creek's a very, very high class galloper. So it's a, it's a good race.
1: It is. And Fair, look, he's not without a hope in a race like this. He's always very competitive. Both runs have been good this preparation. And, G Jason Laking has uh, a wonderful record in the tangerine.
2: Yeah, exactly. He's The old boy's in really good form. And, um, you know, both him and uh, Ballon Rouge will probably back up in the Livermole next week at Hawke's Bay. But, no, you can't ride him off. That's for sure. He's definitely in the mix.
1: Mm, And race number 10, Mark Leaderboard's been disappointing these two uh, runs this prep, but gets up to 2,000 metres. He wants to go further than that as well, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, I think that's the key to it. We're just getting in the miles into his legs. He's set for the New Zealand Cup, so uh, he'll go a cheeky race on Saturday, but probably be better placed at Tirapa on the 22nd when he's in that 2,400 metre race.
1: Mm, for sure. And the last fierce flight has been a little bit disappointing, but gets uh, bossen in the last.
2: Yeah, he's just been a bit slow in the coat. And I had a couple that day at Talpo that um, the track was cutting out. I think back to a bigger, roomier track, he, he should bounce back and go a, a much improved race.
1: Right-o, Mark. It's a hell of a busy day. As I said, 30-odd acceptors. Yes, there'll be some scratchings, but if you uh, had to label one, we're going to put it on you. What's the best of them tomorrow?
2: I still think Imperatrice.
1: Yeah, she's flying at the moment. Group 1 be fantastic uh, to get her another Group 1 win. As you said, Lark Creek, uh, wonderful to see these two. Been long touted that they'll be in Australia, but wonderful to see these two going head-to-head in a Group 1 race in New Zealand, isn't it?
2: Oh, and a great day for Matamata too, Butch. They've got a wonderful card and um, the, I think the weather will play its part and it should be a great day's racing.
1: Should get plenty of locals there to watch a supercar. Thanks for your time, Mark. Good luck on a busy, busy day for Te Racing.
2: Thank you, Butch.
0: Mark Walker with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis, Out Racing Trainer. Good to have him on to preview his weekend ahead. This is Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll have Lisa Allpress on the other side of this. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. This weekend a big car or big day of or big days of racing even coming up over the weekend. We spoke to Mark Walker before and Lisa Allpress is our next guest here on the show. It's great to have a chat to her once again. Great Book of Rides coming up for you Lisa. Welcome to the program.
3: Hey guys.
1: G'day, Lisa Butch here. We didn't talk to Mark about his Harwera runners because he had about 350,000 to get through at Matter. <laughs> but you ride uh, a few of them in race one, Prismatic. Uh, look, this horse going really well. The mile will suit Be hard to beat.
3: Very hard to beat. And, um, yeah, just I was wrapped a couple of weeks ago when Mark contacted me about having a few runners at Harwera and um, what I'd be able to ride him. So, yeah, um, picking up any of these rides and rides is always good. Um, but, yeah, I think Prismatic
1: will be a super chance in the first. I have actually ridden this horse at Matter a while ago, and it's nicely. Son's duty, uh, Sons Duty in race two. Look, this is a tidy enough uh, three-year-old race with a, a stakes-winning filly at the top, and she's dominant. But when you go through this filly's form, she's run into bestseller twice, Bestseller uh, stacks up as our leading filly right at the moment. So uh, that sort of form would be good enough, you would think, for a 1,200-metre three-year-old race at Hawara.
3: Absolutely. And I think um, she was actually a bit unlucky in that um, first up run at Taupo. Um, I don't think she had a lot of luck in that race. So, yeah, I think um, by all accounts, I've been told um, she'll be a very good chance tomorrow and, and the team's pretty happy with her.
0: Mm,
1: got a good enough barrier too. She'll get somewhere up on the speed and be pretty hard to beat. Righto, Fleming. Well, everyone did their Braska on Fleming at Taranaki. Uh, he won his first start by about 13 wickets or something. He has uh, got run down late last time. he would be better for that though, won't he, Lisa?
3: He will, definitely. And, you know, he was beaten on the day um, by a horse that had won a state race and and placed in a stakes race as two-year-old, so it was nothing to be frowned at, and with them claiming off the winner, you know, it just brought their horse into contention, um, and our horse was fresh up, and only the 970, so I think the 1200 will definitely suit him better.
1: Yeah, and look, it was 970, as you say, and he was just a half a stride slow as well, and when that happens in those 970-metre races, it's pretty much all over uh, pretty quickly, isn't
3: it? Definitely, you know, you're so close to the turn and he's drawn out a little bit too. Um, you know, so just, yeah, there was a couple of um, negatives with that and um, hopefully he jumps a bit better tomorrow, but I'm not overly worried about that. He's such a, a nice horse and, you know, sometimes if they're a little bit slow away, just gives you that time to get them underneath you and get their breathing right and um, a horse will tell you where it wants to be ridden.
1: Hmm. Uh. Righto, race four, another one for uh, Mark Walker and Shepherd's Delight. Look, this is a, 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 mare that, uh, well, a mare now that as a filly was Group One placed. So uh, she's 1,400 metres. It's a tidy field though. You know Ladies Man well, having ridden him to success. Alan choosing to claim on this occasion. Uh, Flash Mary, race well as a three year old filly. So not the worst field, but Shepherd's Delight, if she bought her A game, would be hard to beat. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Um... Yeah, and when you do go back through the field, there is a a lot of um, form in there. But I think a horse like Lady's Man, you know, he's going to be better placed over ground later on. Um, He's hopefully going to be my uh, Wellington Cup ride. So um, it'll be pretty big of him to win over 1,400 tomorrow. So I'm quite happy to be on Shepherd's Delight. And, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that ride. I I think it'll be, even though it's a good field, it's definitely a strong chance.
1: One I know you'll be really looking forward to riding is Darcy LaBella. You saw uh, her uh, from behind when uh, Ellen Claiming uh, with, uh, uh, who rode her? Uh, Kelsey Hannon, didn't she? And did a really good job uh, at Tarapa over 1,200. She gets to 1,400 tomorrow. I've always been egging Ellen that I didn't know she was a 1,400 metre mare, but if she's going to get away with it, she might well get away with it on the back up and around Hawara.
3: That's why he always says it's A. Sharrock in the book and not our Walpress or B. Castles as the yeah. trainer. <laughs> yeah. We're not the yeah. punters and the jockeys. So um, he does give me a bit of grief about that too. I've always been of the opinion that she's a better sprinter than a 1400. Um, just with her running last week, it was just a chance to take the edge off her so that hopefully she can get the 1400 tomorrow. Like she has. She just sometimes does a little bit too much early, this little mare, and she you know, she's just so keen and such a little professional, she just likes to get on with the job and sometimes she just yeah, does tend to go a little bit hard early and that means that she can't quite finish off those fourteen hundreds. So if we can get her to relax and um just drop that bit early enough then she'll get home really super.
1: And look, power they can sort of just get around the corner there and they're almost home as well. So that will help her in getting 14 too, in my opinion.
3: I think so. Um, I can imagine that they'll spread. You'll get four or five across the track by the time we get to the 600. And so hopefully I can just find a bat going forward and, um, you know, just get some nice cover until we straighten up and then let her go. That's the plan anyway. So hopefully it all works <laughs> out like that. But like you said, they will go, they'll go start moving about the 800 and then by the time you get to the 600 hopefully there'll be a fair few um, that I can get some cover off and sprint down the down the straight.
1: That'd be good. Uh, be nice to keep Ellen happy. Race number seven, Ironwood it's was good tougher. in winning last time. Steps up in company but no reason why she couldn't cope or he couldn't cope.
3: Yeah, it was a nice win last start um, and back that was from the, the previous um, placing so yeah that's another nice horse um, has been going really well yeah it had a nice dirt at Woodbull um, before it won last start and it was unlucky that day so it was good to see the horse win last time and yeah another horse a nice chance.
1: A good Mare's Charm star her run resuming was super I thought she would be a really big chance in the Egmont Cup 2100 metres nice draw uh, and her best she would uh, be winning.
3: She would yes and um, well she was supposed to run in the 2000 metres last Saturday at Hawke's Bay but with those races um, getting canned she ends up in this race tomorrow um, and she really has to run to get some fitness into her legs for the group one the following Saturday so I'm hoping that um, if she doesn't win she'll be going a good race and and she could be my ride in the group one the following week.
1: Mm, exactly. And in the last lurid, another one for Lisa. Look, didn't do much resuming, but uh, another with tons of ability.
3: Yeah, it's a funny horse, well, it's not a funny horse, but it's a very, very big horse, um, this, and so I'll feel like a bit of a peanut sitting up there. But um yeah, it was just um, having a resuming run last start, needed the run, so hopefully he's improved a little bit. Um, being by shocking, he you know, he'll he'll just keep on getting better. So I I could that he will have a nice season this season He's been a bit of age and get some racing under his belt and he'll be away
1: Right, Lisa, what's the best of them uh, at uh, Hawa, you've got a really good book of rides, some nice rides for Tiaki, a good ride in the stakes race, really good ride in the Egmont Cup, what's the best of them?
3: Yeah, it's a good book of rides all round so um, really looking forward to, to winning on Darcy Bella again, just like you said to keep the big ginger man happy um, but also <laughs> those rides. Yeah, they are really nice, so um, you look, hopefully I can kick off the day with a winner with Prismatic.
1: Good on you, Lisa. Thanks for your time. Good luck.
3: Cheers, thanks.
0: Lisa Alpris with us. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you, Butch, as well, for another edition of Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll catch you again next week.
1: Look forward to it. Cheers.
0: Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.